0: Hello and welcome to Off The Record. We are reviewing the 100 greatest albums of all time and this week we're talking about Axis Boulders Love by the Jimi Hendrix Experience, released in 1967. My name is Tom and with me is the president of the UK's biggest Tom Riley fan club. It's John. Hi, John. Hi. Yeah, I left that fan club. So... <laughs> <laughs> left it a long time ago. Well, what did, what, what did Tom Riley do wrong?
1: What didn't he do wrong? That'll be a short conversation, wouldn't it? He likes scouting for girls. That was so long ago. He got scouting for girls tattooed on his wrist uh, in a heart shape. Uh, well, yeah, that's it really. Wow, you have a pretty low threshold for <laughs> <Yeah>. leaving <laughs> fan clubs. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still, I sort of took a step back from director, uh, but I'm still definitely chief visionary of the direction
0: right. that this fan club's going. Yeah, you're, know. The you're the treasurer. I design the T-shirts. <laughs> okay. Um, well, so. Thanks for taking time out of your busy fan club schedule to be with us. Yeah. yeah. That's three you founded, isn't
1: it? Yeah, dude. Well, I couldn't say that I founded the Tom Riley one because I sort of was co founder uh, right.
0: With countless people, really. Uh, but. Well, anyway, thanks. <laughs> some people. Some might, people might say that's uh, lazy intro writing. Some people will say, but well, let's see how many intros those people have written. Hey, eh? it'll be it'll be different next next episode. I swear.
1: I liked it. Um, we've got a few things to catch up on. Have we? I don't know. That seems like a good segue. Uh,
0: yeah, we do. It has been a few weeks, but it has also been locked down, so time has effectively stood still.
1: Time, yeah. Oh well,
0: it stands still, but it keeps on ticking.
1: I think that's something that we should all realise. You know, it's deep. Yeah.
0: It's like doing a podcast with Oscar Wilde. <laughs> I got a lot of thoughts
1: bouncing around this dome of mine. And if you want to hear a couple of them, tune into my solo podcast, <laughs> This Dome of Mine.
0: Don't with, save, with your,
1: save your thoughts for a different podcast. Yeah, but that's just like, just rant, like just other thoughts, not musical thoughts. Sometimes, maybe maybe music. There could be music in that. It's just me in like a echoey room talking to myself for about three hours per ep. Yeah, that's just my life. Well,
0: that's deep, that's dark.
1: I want to wrap you up now, you yeah, know, in a little blanky. And... <laughs> like we used to. <laughs> yeah, like we did before lockdown. Before COVID. Oh, man, those are the days. <laughs> blanky time with Tom and John. That's a, that's our podcast. That's a podcast after this one.
0: John, we've got like 93 episodes to do. We can't be <laughs> doing spin-off podcasts. I, mean, I haven't got time for all these projects, <laughs> Um, speaking of speaking of projects, how's your how's your music going? I haven't asked you for a while. My
1: music's going well. I, I still work on some tracks here and there. I released my Serenity Now EP, uh, which is out on all streaming platforms. All you got to do is type in Hyper Life, look for the logo of me or whatever it's a logo, and then
0: Bob's your uncle. Well, and what what's That what's that name again? Hyper Life. One word. Hyper. H y p e r, not h y p a. Yeah, H Y P E R L I F E, and that was that video you did. so That was cool. Yeah, video,
1: little little thing I threw together. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes it's it's. Uh... John's bringing back MS Paint.
0: Yeah, on his own.
1: Yeah, check it out. People that don't know about it, check it out. I'm on YouTube. YouTube name's Hyperlife DLX, I think, and that is basically the name of my YouTube channel. So, yeah, check it out. Like, comment, subscribe and maybe i'll give you some more content you know Uh, i am working on some tracks i really just wish that i could play in a band you know what i mean but like it's tough because you know how there's lockdown and stuff it's tough um but we're gonna get there i think to the power of love we're gonna get there and and these listeners might be able to come and see me play live i've got some pretty crazy ideas and what i'd like to be able to do if if god willing it all happens. So I don't want to give anything away, though. But thanks for asking, Tom. Yeah, it's going well.
0: I've already seen you play topless. What What more have you got to bring to the table? Oh, no, Trousless, I guess. I tell, yeah, actual music. I uh, can actually I was, play. Uh, wait, Sorry, John, I keep dropping. No, no, you go. <laughs> we were... Um, I went to one of John's gigs uh, with The Forest of 4. Um, I think there were three of them then. <laughs> John was playing drums. <laughs> 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 and... Uh, um, and, I, and we and John were having a pre show beer uh, to Shan. And then John said, oh, I've just got to go set up to play the gig. Um, so he left. And I turned around to speak to someone else. And when I turned back to the to the band, John was shirtless with a bandana around his head. <laughs> so yeah, I had man. the drum kit. Like a Japanese style bandana. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool. He did, did, not, offer, did not offer me any warning for that. But I enjoyed it. It's all Good about. Gig, yeah, it's all about. um
1: giving the people what they don't realise they want. You know, that's a secret. That's the secret to performing. They have to learn. They have to, yeah. You force it down their throat and then they end up liking it. Stockholm Syndrome, look it up. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was a fun gig, man. I actually did I did a really bad job. I think if you asked Peter Foster of Peter Foster Music fame um, and also of Four fame, we can't forget that. If you asked him, he would probably say that he didn't enjoy my drumming. If that's the case, Peter, write in, email in. Let's know. Let us know what you think about my drumming skills.
0: You were keeping perfect time. It just wasn't the time for the song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was tough because it was like really, it was really cramped back there. In my defence, it was really cramped in that in that uh, pub, and also it, it wasn't my drum kit. I wasn't used to the tom was way higher than I would ever ever experienced a tom ever being. I don't know why that guy put it there. You know, I wouldn't my tom. To why either. didn't you set up? It wasn't my drum kit. We were borrowed we were the openers, so we had to use the main guy. I think it was the pub's drum kit. In all fairness, but oh, yeah, like okay. the, the guy, the main drummer set it up, and then I just sit on it and fuck about with it. And whatever. It wasn't a permanent solution to the problem of having no drummer. I just thought, you know, I am pretty great at drumming, so let's do it. Turns out people didn't appreciate. My I I actually do think for someone that doesn't drum professionally, that I'm actually all right as a drummer. I'd like to, I'd like to say that put that out there, in my defence.
0: I I don't know I. I spoke to everyone in the audience and neither of us thought it was bad drumming. Nice one. Nice one. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I think that's another thing.
1: I think that's another thing as well. Like when you're a musician and obviously you'd know about this, Tom, you'd know about this more than anyone um, that I know, is when you're a musician, you focus on your mistakes and you hear them. You hear your own mistakes and the the, the audience doesn't notice it on the whole, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Uh, we've got some more fan correspondence, John. Oh, excellent. Let's yeah, hear it. we got a lovely email from your cousin Mel all the way from Shout Canada. Out. Shout out to Melissa. Um, which I, I won't actually read it out because it's just reading out lots of praise and that seems a little gauche, but it was so nice. And, and can I say, John, immaculately well written.
1: You can say. And I think she'll be really, in, like, really hyped to hear you say that because she admires your... Spoken and written word. (laughs) (laughs) She read my blog. She reads your blog and she always tells me about it. Oh, well, Tom really, Tom really is whipping out the thesaurus today. But yeah, no, thanks to Mel.
0: Yeah, thanks, Mel. It
1: really meant a lot. It meant a lot. I shed a tear. Tom, I know, shed many tears. I was just doing one. I held a lot in. But Tom was going hard for for, uh, tears when he read that. What else kind of correspondence have we got going on, Tom?
0: Well, we also got an email from your mum. But I can't read that out either. Some of the language she uses' unbroadcastable. she's quite it's just, aggressive it? it's just filth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the names she called me, one of them one of them I'd never <laughs> heard of before, so I asked my dad what it was, and he was just sick immediately. Whoa, John, this is a man that served in the armed forces yeah he's he's, probably, a, he's seen some dark <laughs> stuff, probably, and he said you'd never hear that on the ships he served on Wow, wow. <clears throat> disappointing only, only, jo- only joking of course roxy thank you
1: very much for your continuing support um are we gonna hear if you do not read any of it out because i feel like the fans do write in to hear their works read out i don't know if that's the case for all my fans not your fans my fans
0: yeah i noticed that little slip of the tongue
1: there yeah
0: um roxy said it's a very funny podcast excellent for those who don't know jank means bad disgusting poor uh, poor quality and is in the dictionary. a Little bit barbed. I thought that last line. I think that was a dig at me for <laughs> asking you to de- define what jank was. I suppose,
1: yeah, it's it's a word that maybe can be confused for like a modern word, like a like a like a like a word that the cool kids say on the streets. That you would use, and and uh, you know, obviously, I have quite a a large vocabulary when it comes to cool kid words. Uh, pardon me, such as uh, dope, you know, fresh, wackadoo. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I've never heard you say wackadoo before. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so maybe, but it's good to know that you know, jank is indeed in the dictionary. Thank you very much, Mum. And uh, if you let us know what else is in the dictionary, you know what I mean? Yeah. Pick pick out a
0: word from this episode. Let us know. <laughs> oh, you'll use plenty that won't that won't be. And but maybe, maybe I'll be wrong will. again. Maybe. you probably will be wrong because I don't think Maybe you will get another shit. email
1: from Roxy yeah <laughs> anyway what else is on the what else is uh,
0: the correspondence any more correspondence uh, no ah but if you'd like to get in touch email 100 off the record at gmail.com or go to Instagram John which is John John thanks for thanks for passing that <laughs> to me you know I'm going
1: to pass to you because I know nothing about Instagram You know a lot about Instagram. You use it all the time. I see you
0: like I need to look at all the praise we get.
1: Well, Tom, the Instagram handle, if you didn't know it, here it is, is underscore off the record underscore pod. One more time for the listeners. Underscore off the record underscore pod. So easy to remember. So easy to remember. Just a couple of underscores in there that might trip you up. And, you know, the quality of posting has really gone up. I've heard people <laughs> say uh, six people enjoyed my Missy Elliott picture that I did. S- eight yeah, people pre- enjoyed the Yeah, studio. the previous
0: one was eight, and the one before that was 14. So I would argue the quality is going down. No, but the, 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 I, it's got more of a, like a look to it now, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it does look good. The Missy Elliott one's got a really nice background. Cool. Okay, should we, should we talk about the great man, John? Yeah, let's do it. Axe Man, Jimi Hendrix. Did you know he only started playing guitar when he was 15? I didn't know. I don't know. I, I will say that I
1: don't know anything about Jimi Hendrix other than he is obviously a good guitar player. Some could say great. And he was. I think a lot of people would say great. And he died of drugs. And that's why you got to say yeah. no to drugs.
0: Okay. Yeah, a member of the 27 Club, unfortunately. Yeah. He so started guitar at 15 and obviously died at 27, which means, John, you've been playing guitar for longer mm. than Jimi Hendrix. How does that well, make how, you feel? I don't know how long I've
1: really been playing guitar. So let's let's move over that swiftly. Um,
0: well, you're 26. He died at 27. So, and you started before you were 14. So you've definitely been playing longer than he has. Well, and he changed the face of music. What have you done? I
1: played drums in a forest of, in the forest of
0: <laughs> <one>. shirtless, <laughs> shirtless, a <laughs> bandana on.
1: I think there needs to be one correction made: is that it wasn't shirtless. So I, just, I just had my shirt open. So
0: was it? Yeah. Oh, in my memory, you were shirtless. <laughs> in, yeah, I think that's just how I am in your memory. <laughs> <laughs> you were completely shirtless in my memory.
1: Oh, okay. was, I, a did I, was I rocking a, like a rock-hard bod in your memory?
0: Or not? Yeah, you were like Flea.
1: Yeah. Cool,
0: cool. There are not many people you can say without question changed music, but Hendrix was definitely one of them. He definitely was ahead of his time, Tom. Yeah, like he, he really embraced... Uh, like feedback and use distortion and high gain, both mm-hmm. of which were seen as like undesirable byproducts of the electric guitar before we came along and made them a part of the music.
1: And he, yeah, he had control over the gain to really turn it into uh, a little bit of extra flavor for the song. You know what really surprised me was the first track of the album where it was like some sort of radio intro. And it just seems so out of place for an album that was from in like the mid-sixties, you know? It's like it sounded like like a modern kind of thing with especially with the voices. Imagine that back in the day when they were recording this, they wouldn't have been able to just change the pitch so easy. They would have they might have had to record, speed the tape up and slow the tape down. And you know, that's that's some pretty that's some pretty out there stuff for this time. And yet it does sound well modern and you kind of see that kind of stuff especially in like in in, uh, in like rap music but not exclusively having skits at the beginning of an album to kind of give us a little well, this, like
0: this was going to be my point why do people keep doing this to me why do you keep putting stupid intro oh. tracks on the front of albums that do not need to be there oh wow I actually it's so annoying I don't it's need so rubbish
1: what you've got to do is not play the first track it's not that hard
0: we're judging the whole album. <laughs> I can't just say, "Oh, if you don't like that song, just don't play it." <laughs> I, I like <laughs> I don't know what skit we're doing tracks. here, John.
1: I like Sketch. Oh, I hated it. I think they, they they get they make the album more just not just a collection of music, but like an like an idea, like a project. You know, yeah. I think. So you're wrong. <laughs> okay, you're wrong in that one. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really cool, and the, and I just thought it was really bloody sounded modern sounding. Like you don't hear that kind of stuff. In the 60s, the Beatles weren't doing cool shit like this. They were just being lame throughout the 60s.
0: Mate, so. <laughs> so much of this album comes from the later Beatles stuff. Well... They start, they start well. on that. <laughs> you're right, though, that they weren't putting tracks on the front of their albums that do nothing but piss me off. Although but, I do agree, it sounds modern. <laughs> it does sound really modern. And
1: I don't think you're, you should be pissed off at something that is setting up a sonic experience. You obviously have... I mean, we know that you're preferences on music as sketch because of
0: you know i hate to bring it up again but scouting for girls why are you allowed to in fact you don't <laughs> even so you have a go at me for the bands i used to listen to like year seven i yeah. don't listen to anymore yeah. you still listen to the crap you listen to in year seven and you're allowed to get away with it blink on it too come on mate they're genuinely. oh terrible. wait they're
1: better than fucking scouting for girls yeah but i don't much.
0: listen to Scout for girls anymore john I've left them long, long ago. Yeah,
1: that's where they belong. Long ago, They shouldn't have ever been a thing. Blink went yeah, is you You're sticking done.
0: with sticking with Blink.
1: Blink went two. Did you know change um, music? Did they, they're pretty pioneers of a genre of music? Unlike Scat for Girls, who just oh
0: what because they they got a drummer on a platform that
1: like moves around. No, that's that didn't change the genre, did it? Plus, he
0: stole that from the, he stole that from Def Leppard. or was saying. I <laughs> I uh, I seen Blink and I left halfway through. So I think. So I think of them. Yeah. I think of you. You probably saw
1: Scan for Girls and turned up early. Turned up early.
0: Left late. Well, I didn't want to miss. I want to, it's a big festival. I had to get to. I had to get to the Scan for Girls stage. I only and had then, an hour. And then. No, actually, I went to watch Go Go Bordello because
1: I'm really cool and hipster. Wherever that is. Never had a Go Go. Don't want to hear of him either.
0: I think you quite like Go Go Bordello actually. Okay. Maybe I will check him out. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a link. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> song song number two, um, yeah, song number two, up with the skies, is absolutely brilliant and would be a perfect album opener. It basically is the album opener.
1: Yeah, well, I like the way it, it starts and the, re- the way it. I think I think the songs really merge into each other, it's like wow, wow, and then babba da babba da. You
0: know, yeah, babba da da is what exactly what it is.
1: Yeah, it's good. I I like the intro track. I think I think you need to open your mind to intro tracks that are interesting like that and this one was good as well um are we still up with the
0: guys what yeah, up we, the skies? yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah it's brilliant Got funky whammy guitar jazzy yeah. drumming excellent use of panning i hope you were uh, listening on with headphones on john i didn't actually i had him on my ah. sound system yeah call yourself i didn't, didn't get to experience that yeah it's amazing his voice keeps like moving left to right and it feels like he's circling around you while he's singing oh sick it's really cool um in fact I was listening to the album yesterday at work and well because I was at work I only had one headphone in and it was unlistenable because <laughs> oh, right. it was just like his voice would just like trail off like he'd forgotten the words <laughs> and then suddenly come back <laughs> <in> again. <laughs> That's pretty cool though Still, <laughs> It was quite it was funny is what it was which is not what I don't think it was what he was going for. But it sounds so cool with the uh headphones on. Yeah I recommend yeah I recommend checking it out.
1: Well um yeah this album it's kind of psychedelic isn't it? I suppose is what you call it. Yes. Yeah, very much so. so. all these 60s drugos are probably sat there well entertained by not only the intro track, but the, the panning vocals.
0: Mm. For yeah. Sure. I dare say the recreational drugs had uh, an influence on the subject matter as well. Do you know what the song's about? No, tell me. Uh, it's about an alien coming back to Earth after he'd been there before humans and uh him him not liking how we've evolved oh sick that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a cool you've... story man yeah it is cool probably a big influence on Christopher berg and his song a spaceman came traveling <laughs> maybe you're quite a big christa berg fan aren't you? i like i like lady in red <laughs> i don't know like, any of his other i'll tunes. be honest
1: i just said that like of so to say that you like Christopher. <laughs> lady in Red's a good shoot man i'm never gonna i won't i won't back down from that fight um, yeah, jazzy tune up from this guy. It's a lo- lovely bit of brush drumming, you know. Very cool. Well,
0: You know, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Really jazzy start um, and then it kind of fades out over quite a long period of time, quite delicately, before number uh, song number three comes crashing in, Spanish yeah. Castle Magic. This is a good tune. Absolutely brilliant song. Much rockier. Sounds very Zeppelin-esque to me. Yeah, true, dude. True, and it came a couple of years before them, so they must have been a big influence. He must have been a big influence on them. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can hear it. this. This song is definitely
1: still um, influencing rock music. You can still hear yeah. his influence in it, definitely, uh, especially the drums. I think it sounds very bottom esque. I like the song structure, even where it goes. Like the, it's a kind of a quietish verse, and then it goes hard. You
0: know what I mean? Uh, sort of. Could you elaborate?
1: Well. Like You're of, doing this
0: on the fly while listening to the song, aren't you?
1: Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake. But, like, a lot of music, <laughs> a lot of rock music has, if you notice, a little quiet verse. We we, you know what? I'll even say Blink-182 has got a prime example of this. But they have a quiet verse, you know. Next thing you know, the chorus and pre-chorus, or even just the chorus, doesn't have to be both, either or, are hard and loud, and it goes back into quiet. And I feel like this is what this song has done
0: here as well. in In a way. Yeah. That's a good description. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, How cool is his voice as well? He's got a nice voice, dude. Such a good voice. He doesn't sound 25 to me. He sounds like a a wise 65-year-old blues musician who's taken a young protege under his wing and is trying to instill the spirit of blues into him. Wow. That's what I hear in his voice. Well, you don't know that that didn't happen, in all fairness. Well, I know he wasn't 65. I suppose he could have been the young protege. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Quite possibly. He played in some. Um, he was in the backing band for some uh, pretty impressive artists. Oh, yeah? Do you know it, about his history? No. He was, yeah, he was a um, a backing musician for Wilson Pickett, Sam Cooke, I Can Turner, Jackie Wilson. Oh, wow. uh, he was in the ba- he was in the the guitarist for the Isley Brothers. Oh. So he was a uh, pretty big deal before he yeah he, he started went out on his own. He was in the Little Richards band.
1: Oh man, okay, damn. So yeah, so
0: while he while he only like went out on his own I say on his own in the band Jimmy Hendrix Experience In when he was like 25 in the years before that he was uh, touring on with some pretty big names
1: yeah for sure those are some big names and it's quite like you know it's not rock and roll spanning and then O's to Motown no, and stuff
0: no lots of blues he's a big R&B and blues fan yeah Um. I read that when he uh, so when he went out on his own he met the his manager was, can't remember his name, but he was in the Animals. You know the band the Animals. Yeah. Well, after they just broke up, uh, one of them wanted to get into uh, managing acts and stuff, so he introduced Hendrix to. oh, I should have had all these names. Chaz Chandler, who was leaving the Animals, mm-hmm. he introduced him to Noel Redding. Okay, yeah, and Who he, was who's in the Ch- bassist? Ch- yeah, it was a pretty special basis. Basis
1: of of who of who of who of the Jimi Hendrix experience. Okay, of oh, the Jimi Hendrix experience. Yeah,
0: but not yeah, okay. Cool. Um, and the reason why Hendrix signed off on him is because of how uh, blues influence Noel Redding was, and about okay. how how he knew about blues music and how he could play. Yeah, and then uh, Mitch Mitch Mitchell is the drummer. What a good name? Yeah, great name. Don't know much about him, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, what a name. Well,
1: that's that's a great name.
0: Oh, his his name's John Graham Mitchell. Ah sorry. <laughs> his uh his nickname's Mitch Mitchell. Sorry. That makes sense, yeah. Well that's that's disappointing though. Yeah. So and then in uh so three of them in nineteen sixty six were at uh playing in Regent Street, um and in the audience was Eric Clapton, oh. John Lennon, Keith Richards, uh George Harrison, uh he didn't know anything about Hendrix at this point. And oh and Mick Jagger brian jones Whoa. uh pete townsend what was his party jeff, what, what was jeff this? beck these are all at the bag bag of nails nightclub in london in uh yeah 1966 Damn. and he just uh yeah obviously just rocked out and they were all just blown away immediately they were just like stone silence just couldn't believe what they would seen and he's like the biggest names like, can you think of what in 1967 bigger names than Clapton, Lennon, Paul yeah, exactly. McCartney? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he was massive in the UK. I think before he was even big in the United States, he was uh, he was big over here.
1: Yeah, the well, UK's got good flavors. You know, they gave a lot of good chances in the UK that wouldn't, you know. What I mean? Bob Marley, name one.
0: Was Marley big over here before he was in the US? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I not know. He came and lived in London for a bit. We'll get to that on the Bob Marley episode. Cool. Okay, so that's Spanish Castle Magic. Uh, the next song is called Wait Until Tomorrow, which I thought was fine. Quite enjoyed it within the context of the album, but I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it again. I like this one. It's really upbeat, peppy. Really?
1: Yeah. I kind of think the backing vocals are a little bit. The high, the high voices are a little that bit. That was the big thing I didn't like about yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't enjoy that too much. But everything else about it I quite enjoyed.
0: Okay. I, was quite, I thought it was quite repressive, and I'm not crazy about the guitar um, sounds sounds to me like a bit of a novelty song. <laughs> just sounds funny. I think the guitar line sounds funny. It's the kind of song you'd learn and then play in like a guitar shop to test out the guitar. What, what do you mean in a guitar shop? You're not just supposed to play Stairway to Heaven over
1: and over. <laughs> I learn a new song every time. Not that I go into guitar shops much, but I would like to go again. One day.
0: I want a new acoustic, so I'll wait until we can actually, I can actually go and play some. Yeah, and then yeah, exactly. Like when we when you went to get your strat out, I mean your uh, telly, telly, that was quite fun. Yeah, that was good. We incorporate that into our Christmas pub crawl.
1: Yeah, we have to incorporate. We have to catch up on those pub crawls.
0: We we had to go to a pub, uh, couple of pubs before the music shop because I was really nervous about playing in, in front of people. So I needed a couple of beers to, let, to let, <laughs> calm down.
1: Have I mean, relax. it is really nerve. It's stupidly nerve wracking to sit in a guitar shop. And well, you know, like the guitar guys are like snobs about. They probably didn't, they're probably like, "Oh, you can't play it." I'm like, "Fuck off!" I'm just trying yeah, to, like, I'm trying to bloody play a guitar. I yeah.
0: was hoping that you'd go in and there'd be obviously there's uh, hundreds of guitars on the wall which look really cool. But I was hoping you kind of like just pick them off and play with them and stuff. But you've got to get one of the staff over every time so they can unlock the stupid thing so that you can actually play it. And then yeah, go and get a cable from somewhere so you can plug in. Like it wasn't quite the experience that I hoped it was going to be. I think that experience you can get it from some places, but yeah, I mean
1: uh, GAK or GAK as they like to call themselves. um, I think when we went, they probably didn't have enough staff to like service us and keep an eye on everything else. But in the past, I've been there and they do linger a bit, which is pretty true. They try not to linger too much, I suppose, because people being a bit shy, I reckon, potentially. But then, if you want to ask them questions to them, like what's about this and that, so they should linger. They should linger.
0: Yeah. No, the staff were perfectly helpful. I didn't like that. No, I can just take oh, okay. any take the guitar off the wall, play it, put it back, try a different one. Yeah, blah, because, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you could always ask, just ask the guy. But then it's probably down to too many people stealing them, so you can't really have a go at the guitar shops. For <laughs> yeah, or like just like them
1: them. greasy kids coming in and touching it and taking it off and dropping it. Around. I'd
0: wash my hands. You washed your hands, yeah. But, you know, me, I
1: was eating a sausage at the time. They didn't want me there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so we'll have to do that.
0: Unfortunately, John, there ain't no telling how long it's going to be until we. Go. Oh, the next song is ain't no telling. <laughs> it's one minute forty-eight seconds long. Sometimes that's all you need. That's all. You, that's all he did need back then. You couldn't bring out a song like that now. You could Yeah, I suppose you could put on an, <laughs> an album. You can. <laughs> it, wouldn't like, I, it wouldn't be like. It wouldn't be like a radio. I correct, corrected myself as soon as I said it. But it is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, getting. Play some kick-ass bass and then go out again. I like short songs like this
1: uh, that leave you wanting more. Two-minute songs can be good. Back in the day when I was in the band, no big deal. The drummer Tom, shout out Tom. He would he'll always want the songs to be. That's not, three that's minutes, me, by the way. Different Tom, no relation. He'd um I'd be like, here's a new song. And he'd be like, how long is it? I'd be like, I oh, don't no, know, two minutes. He'd be like, no, nah, it's got to be three minutes. I'm like, dude. I haven't got three minutes material in me. You know what I mean. I only just got the two. <laughs> I don't have enough emotions for three minutes. Ah, I've got nothing to talk about. I'm stretching as it is. Uh, but so yeah, I like a I like a short song. You hear it a lot in the in in the punk scene because um, you just want to you smash it out. You know, I got something to say. Said it. End it. Let's not stretch out any longer. I like it. Yeah,
0: I'm happy with that. Yep, cool tune. Uh, next song, Little Wing.
1: John, thoughts? Yeah, I like this one. This is obviously a popular one. Is one I have heard I I hadn't heard much about Jim, I haven't heard much Jimi Hendrix songs obviously I've I've heard as much as the next guy but never sat down to listen to the album um
0: I heard the song and it's a beautiful song I've got to say and I know that you're a fan of it some it's one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life I'm absolutely in love with it wow certainly the best intro I've ever heard yeah how cool is that intro Hello. <laughs> I'm just listening to it. Now. <laughs> it's every note of it. I think is perfect. I, I love the drum fills. They're like they're really exciting, but they don't take over the song. Like I know you drummers are prone to. Yeah. Yeah, we love really to be heard. Just... It's just absolutely perfect. And I would like to criticize Jimmy for it only being two and a half minutes long because I want more. I want more of it. That's perfect, though. So you can you can just keep playing
1: it over and over again and enjoying it, which I which I do do. And so I don't think, I think it's perfect. He's gonna right writing some nice, good length tunes, uh, and not keep not dragging them on, which was obviously popular back in the time back in the sixties or at least becoming popular, wasn't it, with the psychedelic stuff. And I, I suppose yeah. he was like a proto psychedelic guy, or you want to call it. But he didn't yeah, drag true. songs on too long, like some of his
0: you know people that he inspired later on would do yeah i think you're right yeah um i love the way he plays rhythm and lead guitar kind of at the same time the way he combines yeah the rhythm and the leads i think it's so cool it's so seamless yeah he does a
1: really nice job do you know how if there's another guitarist or it's just him is it a three-piece i was like... just
0: thinking that no no no. it's just like uh, in the band is the three of them yeah guitar bass and drums but obviously i don't know if they got a session musician or, not, or, yeah, or if he just he played over himself or whatever. But yeah, they may have done, I suppose. But... I have watched YouTube videos of people playing this um, intro and it sounds note for note. So I think they are doing it. He did do it on his own. Yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, in the in the solo, there's obviously a guitar I can hear. Oh, yeah. I just mean that intro. Yeah. Okay. You're right, 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 But like, um, sort of like the Lindsey Buckingham songs where he, he plays fingerstyle guitar and he sounds like there's about three different guitars playing yeah. at the same time. He's crazy, man. Uh, Big Love and... Uh, Never going back there to brilliant guitar songs. Yeah, there's some some
1: sick guitarists out there. Lindsay, Jimmy, me. <laughs> 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 um I like that he did some he did some cool flange or something or phaser on his voice. Those are two for those that don't know, those are two guitar pedal effects. or just I uh, just not necessarily guitar pedal effects, they're just effects in general. But they're kind of similar in, in flange and phaser. Kind of similar, but they different. Phaser, kind of it's like two two sounds moving around. is how I describe it. That's probably a terrible description. No, I think that's right. It's difficult to describe. And it sounds is kind of like stretching and stretching gently stretching and pushing sound. It, yeah, I, it know. sounds
0: a little bit like he's slurring, but he's not. It's just that the the sounds he's making are being strung out over a longer time yeah i think it's what it is so it sounds like but i really like that it sounds really cool yeah again so nice again there's
1: something that that's pretty experimental for the time i think
0: yeah definitely a pioneer pioneer of, the, like, of all those effects yeah good good song and my favorite song oh we're going that we're going on my on the playlist there you go um which we haven't said much about actually john we forgot to plug the playlist the playlist is still there yeah um, it's just called off the record which i imagine will be a nightmare to find on spotify because it's about 100 different but you can find the link to it on our instagram yes. yeah it's on the instagram and it's on the uh it should be on the podcast description there should be a link to it if not i will fix that after today's recording excellent work okay have you got anything more on little wing no good tune end of story great tune. uh next one is called If Six Was Nine. And, John, people don't make music like this anymore. And, yes, that's a very cliche thing to say, but it's true, and I don't like that it's true. What do you mean by that? I don't really know. <laughs> okay. <fine. laughs> I was I was running on emotion rather than any kind of logic or reason. Okay. just I've not heard anything that sounds like this. Do you, can you think of a single band that sounds as cool as this and as psych, psychedelic as this? And Rocky. To be honest with you, I do think that if you ventured into
1: modern psychedelic rock you'd probably only hear songs like this in that this is probably really like um it probably really inspires and still to this day inspires a lot of dudes with long hair and with a guitar and they think oh i'm gonna make some wild out there music but really all they're doing is remaking this song but i do think you'll be able to find some tracks out there um
0: there might be a couple from like king gizzards and the lizard wizards sound yeah sound pretty psychedelic Tame Impala's got some psych in it but no, none of them I can't think of anyone that sounds like this and there's pretty much every band you can think of somebody who sounds exactly like them I can't think of any artist who sounds exactly like this Who sounds anything like this it's so good it I'm is... absolutely in
1: love with it. this is more on the prog rock so- side of things isn't it? where he's just doing like a crazy drum solo he's just scratching his strings he's whispering saying
0: yeah it's probably a bit overly long but I don't mind. I can happily listen to this over uh, forever. Do you know what it means if six was nine? No, I have no idea. There are apparently some urban
1: legends based on numerology that have developed around the meaning of number nine in the song and Hendrix's death in 1970. I'm going to definitely check that out. I wish that I could check it out right now. But there's some spooky stuff going on there. You don't think it's just a 69 kind of deal? It's not a precursor to Grande, is it? Jimi Hendrix Born November 27 2 plus 7 equals 9 In 1942 oh, get in the bin. He died on September 18th Get 1970s. in the bin two, Well 2 plus 7 does equal 9 dude So you can't deny that No but I guess, like, <laughs> What, what do you, you think he meant? What do you think
0: he was talking th- He knew he was going to die in 1970 Is that is guess that what, what else, tra- guess, what else what we're at. guess what else happened
1: Guess what else happened Guess when he died September 18th 1 plus 8 Tell me the answer to that son 1 plus 8 <laughs> Is it 9 9. And now listen to this. 11.25. 1 plus 1 plus 2 plus 5 equals <laughs> 9. That's when he died. September 18th.
0: Oh, go in the bin.
1: 9. 11.25. That's, that's actually quite interesting. That's quite a crazy coincidence. September the ninth month on the 18th. 1 plus 9. 11.25 equals 9. That's crazy. So boring. I'll, it's not crazy. And then hear this. When his GF Monica found him, guess which number she dialed. yeah he died at the age of 27 tom two plus seven
0: nine john the towers fell i saw it happen
1: (laughs) (laughs) his fate was particularly attached to the numbers six and nine well i haven't seen six being mentioned in
0: this bit so far but
1: interesting interesting is the word i think
0: let's let's move on from this conspiracy nonsense all right before uh before they erect all the 5g and our um, our brains go to mush
1: well, the lizard queen is listening, and she probably appreciates us talking about this so because the queen's a lizard, everybody
0: <laughs> john yeah the uh the uh, the uh, fan club intro I didn't use was that John's a big David Icke fan <laughs> 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 I didn't think that was appropriate um, uh next song is called "You Got Me Floating yeah. What do you think about this? I thought it was a little bit forgettable.
1: Yeah. I think there's there's a point where like a lot of the psychedelic stuff can just be um, forgettable because it's just a lot of solos and sounds and stuff like that. Nothing that you can latch onto in, in a classic pop song kind of way. You know what I mean? But at the same time, again, the production is pretty spot on. So this whole album and the solo he's doing, the guitars are flying around the place. I don't know what's going on.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. The production throughout the whole album is absolutely spectacular. Yeah, and I, I think it was Hendrix behind the Table, isn't it? I didn't I didn't know that. Maybe that's the next album. Maybe was, I thought I was reading about. It. I think maybe the next album, he uh, he produced it. Okay. Uh, Turns out he's really good at that as well. So <laughs> Along with singing and guitaring, and Damn. just being generally brilliant. Oh, and he'd never written lyrics before this album either. Whoa! I wonder what he'd his never actually done was. any songwriting, um, and then he did, made this album. I had more issues with the backing vocals in this. Yeah. Didn't like it. Backing vocals were a bit dodgy throughout the album, I think. Yeah. Uh, on this song in particular, I did find out something interesting that I think you are like who... Uh, someone guest starred as a backing vocalist on this song. Oh, yeah? Someone oh. who's actually come up in this show before. Let me guess. Because... He, is he is he an Englishman? Yes. Birmingham?
1: Yeah. Oh. He's, uh, oh. I thought he, uh,
0: I would have said he's from the Beatles. No. Okay. Then I don't know. Not certainly not the one I'm thinking of. Uh, Former ELO and Wizard member, Roy Wood. Shut up.
1: (laughs) That's madness, man. Shout out to
0: Roy and Michael. I think his name is Mike. Mike. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The reason he came up with this podcast is because his brother or cousin, I can't remember Roy Woods' brother or cousin was our music teacher and our tutor.
1: Yeah, he, it was his cousin, I think. Um, I saw him at the pub a couple of years back. We looked at each other from across Do you the bar. You? Yeah, yeah, for sure. How can you forget him? I, I'm the only one that stood up to his tyrannical ways.
0: You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's where he, John, uh, Mr. Wood got a grudging respect for John because he stood up to him. Yeah, he's. Like, I like the. It was I like his it kids. was an Emperor's New Clothes kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, you pushed me too far that day, Tom. I wasn't going to allow you to be late. Me, uh, me, I'm okay with, not you. Never you. I think you'll find, I think you'll find, John, that I stood up for you. <laughs> you were the one getting in trouble for being late. And I stood up and said, hang on, he wasn't late because he arrived at the same time I did. And Mr <laughs> Wood went, well, then you were late as well. <laughs> go to go to this entrance. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't
1: remember. I, I Yeah, I don't remember. That. I do remember getting sent out. but <laughs> And Saint then I think Sandra. on the way out,
0: we were like, yeah, on the way out, I think we were like, well, Sam came as well. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> like Sam, attention. Oh, Sam. But yeah, so
1: that was pretty good, That's pretty good stuff. I was mad that his cousin was involved with that.
0: Yeah, I also didn't know he was in ELO. Is it I? That was news to me. Uh, he was only in the first album. He left after, cre- I think, political differences, not even creative differences. Whoa. He left after. Okay.
1: Yeah. We'll have to try and get Mike in at the potters and try and figure out what was going on there. You know. We can add to the Wikipedia page. Do you reckon he'd be up for talking about it? Probably.
0: Right. I don't I, I wouldn't know. No. That's a conversation for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Um okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh so the next song is called Castle's Made of Sand. I listened to the song about six times in a row and I have absolutely nothing to say about it. In a good or bad way, uh, neither. Oh, I have, no, I have nothing good to say about. It. I have nothing bad to say about it. It's just a song that exists. <laughs> <I don't laughs> know if you've got anything you can add, there was some backwards
1: guitar in there, some interesting production. Again, you got to think. Yeah. You know, like the things they were doing in this in this record studio at the time, nineteen sixty-seven or before, even before that. If they were making it before that, I don't know. That is some crazy stuff for the sixties. Yeah you know I mean. Yeah, on like a eight track or something like that. Yeah.
0: If that seller tape two eight tracks together to get a sixteen track, and I think that's basically all they had to work with.
1: Yeah, man. Well that's probably right. And then yeah, they just speeding up tapes, slowing down tapes, rewinding tapes. It's crazy, man. It's actually like yeah. and that you could do that in about a second nowadays. But that was taking a long ass time in this and I think it just really yeah, adds to the vibe, and I think that's pretty dope. I've, this is one of his biggest songs, though, right?
0: What castles made of Sand? Yeah. Oh, I'd never heard of it before. Oh, really? I've heard Castle, I've heard that piece he said before. He's got too many better songs for that to be in his top ten. Yeah, surely.
1: I mean, he's got a lot of good songs for sure.
0: Yeah, many of them not on this this album. Like, so the ones I'd obviously I'd heard of, like all on the watchtower, purple haze, hey Jude hey dude uh, hey Joe uh, Voodoo <laughs> Charles yeah none of them on this album
1: true but then you you know obviously Little Wing and this one are in, in the top 10 on Spotify which which are the two ones that I've heard of before um but yeah I really like this I like this song because of the backwards guitar I think that's my standout thing here we put backwards guitar in our song we did and where's our where, where's our top 10 on yeah Spotify know right, Common Rolling Stone <sighs> So they want more than that nowadays, you know.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah, good tune. Now I like that. Like okay. it. Let's move on to "She's So Fine." She's a fine. Yeah, I don't like Noel's voice. Agreed, he's got one of them annoying sixties voices. You know. Yeah. and I've got no time yep. for it.
0: You're absolutely right. He sounds like he, don't, I mean, he doesn't have quite the power that Jimmy's voice has, does he?
1: No, he's got nothing that Jimmy's got. It
0: sounds like he recorded it in the distance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, just sort of like laying down, sort of like half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really sixties. I don't know how to describe it other than sixties. But everyone had this voice in this very time. Really sixties.
0: No, I think yeah. When people hear it, they will understand. It is that you're absolutely right? It's the perfect description for it.
1: I guess it is kind of Beatlesy.
0: It's very Beatlesy, very kinksy. Yeah. Um, but I without, without the
1: charm, like I've never met someone that speaks like that. So why is he singing like that? I don't get it. I'm yeah. at think, a loss there.
0: Think Michael Caine in the Italian Job.
1: Can you do an impression just so maybe that will help our listeners out?
0: You're only supposed <laughs> to blow the bloody doors off. How <laughs> <laughs> was that?
1: Yeah, pretty good actually. Yeah, actually that
0: was way better. <laughs> it could than have gone a lot worse. <laughs> that was way it could better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: So this is this is probably my least favourite. I haven't chosen my favourite yet, but I think I think this is my least.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Third to last song. Weird way of introduction that. Yeah. Uh the next song is uh One Rainy Wish. Uh slightly more mellow tune. Yeah. I thought it was nice. I thought it was pretty nice. Not crazy about it, but I thought it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's a nice little guitar, a little little vibe at the beginning there.
0: Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It was fine. Yeah, it started to it started to fade out a long time before the actual end of the song. I wondered if that was because the engineer was just as bored as I was. By it. Oh, slammed. You, you destroyed Jimbo 60 years after it came out. Yeah. Actually, I'm listening to an hour. I do quite like it. <laughs> You're right. Like 10 seconds it starts to fade out. Yeah, I really like his singing. Isn't it.
1: Yeah, I think he's actually quite a nice little tune.
0: Yeah, it's really pretty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, take it, I take it all back. I really like it. We'll cut that out. Let's just say really good song yeah um no yeah it's
0: nice i don't think it deserved the scathing review from you Yeah, oh, i regret it immediately <laughs> <laughs> it needed all it needed was one more listen yeah and then i
1: turned around and i think you need to get that emotion out of your system to then have an empty palette empty brain yeah, palette to listen to it could be the four beers I <laughs> that, that would do it feeling, well. yeah. feeling
0: a little bit more receptive to <laughs> anything sounds good on four beers um, okay, Pernod Pachin, Little Miss Lover. Um, we were speaking of Led Zeppelin earlier. Yeah. Did you hear the Led Zeppelin list?
1: I couldn't hear Led Zeppelin yet.
0: You know. That is the exact drumming pattern to uh, Immigrant Song, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. And the same kind of bass as well. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah. yeah exactly. And obviously Led Zeppelin have a pretty patchy record when it comes to stealing other people's songs. What do you mean by that? Um, well, there's been quite a lot of allegations thrown around. <laughs> It's no smoke without fire. I don't think we should leave out of that because I don't want to get sued by the <laughs> <laughs> by, by the Zep.
1: Led Zeppelin care. are sick though. I don't know. I don't know about their their politics of suing people, but I do think they're sick.
0: Yeah, Led Zeppelin are amazing.
1: I didn't know you were a fan. Yeah, yeah, man. How have we
0: not talked about Led Zeppelin
1: before? I think we have, Tom. I think you're just roasted half the time. We've definitely talked about it in the pub sometime. Okay, I'll
0: take your word for it. It's what I've got to deal so with why don't you like
1: other classic rock. Not all of it's as good as Les Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin still like is is pr- comes pretty
0: hard. Oh, I'm excited that. Oh, we talk about Les Zeppelin. We'll wait until it comes up because their their production process was incredible. The drummer was mad. Stuff, the drummer. That, stuff like oh yeah, the drummer was absolutely mad. The drummer was like a lead lead player. You know, what I mean, he took the lead. Yeah, it was all about it was all about Bonzo. They uh, and he used to stay in with the. Uh, with jimmy page he used to stay in with jimmy page the guitarist instead of the uh the bassist which is what yeah. most drummers would do he used to get in with the lead guitar yeah it's just do an incredible thing to do. so
1: yeah and it really makes the song like really driven and stuff i think like it hits hard man that's what i like about led zeppelin Some of his classic other classic rock is just a bit lame you know but led zeppelin
0: still goes heavy i love it love it that's good although we've just been speaking about led zeppelin which came out three years after this. So uh, let's talk about Jimmy, who clearly influenced them. Yeah, because um, it's a cool song. I like the song a lot. I mean, it's the whole album is just cool, isn't it? It's yeah, the textbook definition of cool. Yeah, I don't. Ha- I don't think there's a bad song. I, w- I mean, except from Noel
1: Redding's voice, there's not. There's not a song I'd cut or skip or anything. It's, it 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 works as an album. It's interesting to listen to. Not like because I think I feel like some of the production in, like 60s music, the drums always sound really like. Like they're filled with cushions and stuff. You know what I mean? They sound crap, and it's, it can act, it can sound crap. You know, um, a lot of this sort of rock stuff.
0: Not the Motown. Motown sounds dope. No, yeah, I think you're right. This sounds like it was recorded yesterday.
1: This sound yeah, it's, it's really good. You can you can hear everything nice. The they've done interesting stuff with the instruments or the the tools they had. You know what I mean? And the songs, it just work, man.
0: Absolutely. And the last song, Boulder's Love. Uh is got all those things you just said it's really rocking it's cool it's also beautiful it's an absolute. it's such a wonderful song it reminds me a lot of Prince huh. and I hear some Bowie in there as well yeah I mean that big that kind of big ending crescendo is quite similar to Heroes uh,
1: yeah I hear some Bowie in, in the way he sings for sure yeah man for sure you're right Um,
0: good closing basically it's brilliant and it, and it reminds me of other brilliant people yeah I
1: mean Jimmy clearly it goes without saying but i'll say it anyway that he was and is an inspiration to many you know what i mean and it's um uh, it's pretty cool when you go back and listen to stuff especially like because i know i don't really do it like i would never listened to jimmy outside of him being on some sort of vietnam movie soundtrack or whatever so um <laughs> you hear he can appreciate like what kind of impact he actually had and when people do when people tell you to go back and listen to it like or they recommend stuff like this it's not because it just was cool back in their day but maybe it's just because actually it genuinely is pretty sick but with music i think there's a level like it can be a good song or a good album but you've got to discover it in your own time to really appreciate it you know what i mean
0: nice yeah i think you're right
1: and uh thanks to this beautiful podcast with this beautiful co-host of mine oh well, i've discovered another great album
0: yeah so it has been a great idea just to listen to the albums more than anything else yeah discover some cool stuff man uh, and
1: we have and jimmy shout out it's
0: bonkers that he didn't write so he'd never wrote lyrics before this i think that's crazy um yeah i should clarify because this is the second uh, jimmy hendrix experience album he never- okay and it was in. it was the f- but they both came out in the same year they both came out in 1967 the first two uh, the first ones is, Are You Experienced? Oh, yeah, I've heard and of that. That, was, that. was that was his first time writing music. I see. But it came out the same year, so I'm, I'm standing by it. Stand by it, man.
1: That's pretty cool. You pumped out two albums. And, um...
0: Yeah. And then Electric Ladyland came out in 1968. Yeah, he was busy. So, yeah, don't mess around.
1: He was busy, man. It's, just, it's
0: it's crazy when you think
1: about how would music be different had he not died so early, you know?
0: Yeah. That's something I like to think about and... I don't know the answer to change the change the face of music in four years at the age of twenty six. Yeah, yeah, madness. Uh, should we play a game. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's um, do it. I think it's your time to name. Your turn to name first. Oh, sick! Excellent. Have you got an artist in mind for me?
1: Of course, I do. When have I never not got one? Uh, the preceding seven episodes. <laughs> that's that's not fair. Um, but that being said, I'd love to. Just check out. Check <laughs> out. You know who, you um, who have you chosen for me then? Uh, your artist for this week is
0: Michael Jackson. Oh damn, Michael, the King of Pop. Yeah, man, he definitely is that. And he's got a lot of hits, so it could be difficult. But also, you'll know the name, of all the songs, so it could be easy. Who knows? Who knows? Is there only uh, one way to find out. Is anyone find out? I, oh, I'm already annoyed about this. Played, played the track. What? Well, uh, this might result in a Stuart's inquiry. Okay, let's hear what you say. <laughs> well, one of the songs in his top 10 is a Drake song that features Michael Jackson. I think we should just not include that because there's absolutely no way you'll get that.
1: I think I know the song the name of that song.
0: Oh, do you? Would you have ever guessed it? I wouldn't have guessed it, but I do know the name of it. Now you give me that clue. So I'm going to say the five around that. All right, cool. Shoot.
1: All right. Let me get my pen and paper out again. I'd like to write down what I've said. All right, Michael Jackson, MJ, as I like to call him. Um, he went by other names. Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I'm going to go straight out of the bat, obviously. Let's get the obvious ones out of the way. Thriller.
0: <laughs> it's not even in the top ten. Wow. Well. <laughs> um, the biggest selling album of all time. Yeah, that's kind of,
1: <laughs> that's kind of stupid. Uh, let's go black or white.
0: No. <laughs> not in the top ten either. Slow slow down. No, I, think about think about you're taking you know you're being too quick. Think what the top two will be. I admit I give you thriller, I'm surprised that's not in there, but
1: um Beat it.
0: Beat it, beat it. correct. Yes. That was number two. Yes.
1: Um do, 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 do. Can you not do that, please? Do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> what's that one? <laughs> no, that's rude. Black and white. <laughs> You're a fan of black and white John I like that one it, it speaks to me So beta is correct Bad No that came in at number 10 Let me take that back Okay No I'll wait, I'll wait wait um, So One more one guess more I'm going to go man in the mirror Because I think that's a dope tune Not even in the top 10
0: Well that's fucking dumb Game sucks Game's rigged against <laughs> me. gone Not gone how I thought it was going to go what, Tell me then, then. Do you want to hear it Yeah uh, Billy Jean Dumb Smooth Criminal Dumb. <laughs> don't stop me now. Yeah, that's fair. The way you make me feel. How did you just gonna say that one? Uh, with a five, and then uh, rock with you came in just after
1: that. <sighs> well, it's true that it was, there were too many to choose from, and I, I suppose you know it's hard. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, you sound quite
0: dejected now. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 uh. All Come right. on, give me any really hard ones that you can still win and make yourself feel better. I'd never do that. So, Tom,
1: the who I've chosen for you, Tom, is a musician or a group of musicians. Some could say, uh, some could say, two musicians. They have famous haircuts. Have you guessed? Have you guessed who it is? No. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, they are from Daft Punk. No. They are from Manchester. And much like Forest Four, they are two brothers. Talking Oasis, Tom.
0: Right, there aren't two people in that band, John.
1: Yeah, but there's two of them that you care about. The other ones, you can <laughs> you can ban off. Um,
0: Oasis.
1: Yeah, Oasis. I saw that there were on your driving playlist. A
0: playlist that sounds bloody depressing from looking over it. <laughs> and so <laughs> I didn't know that was. I didn't know that was public. <laughs> I'm going to take that down. They're basically the songs I know the words to, so I can sing along in the car. Look. Don't take it down. There's no shame. Don't judge it. me. Don't judge me. There's no shame. We no, listen I, to. I like belting out fake plastic trees and trying to reach the high uh, notes. Yeah, I mean, I
1: yeah, we all sing in the car. I don't think you should take it down. A lot of the songs are a bit. I want to check in on you more. I think, <laughs> <laughs> knowing that you're driving a lot, I listen to that, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> let's go. John, play the music. <laughs>
0: I like to Sing do that. Me to <laughs> Sing me to sleep. Sing me to that one gets a lot of play. That um, <laughs> was Asleep by The Smiths. In case you, you can, well, yeah, can get my I perfect think perfect Morrissey
1: impression. I got it. And you're singing that while you're yeah. driving. Usually, people that play like stuff like yeah. friggin' as I just third eye blind as and stuff. I... <laughs> but you're singing. So I start sleep. Veering across the road.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, don't live back in anger.
1: Don't look back in anger is correct. Uh, Wonderwall. Tom, Wonderwall is correct.
0: Um, oh, there's a lot. Supersonic. Supersonic. Tom,
1: that's incorrect.
0: Ah. I oh, thought this could be a five. Um, oh, I've got a lot floating around my head. I don't know which ones to go for. Yeah. Champagne supernova. Yep, yeah, that's right. You got it. Three That's three. three. That's pretty good. Um, okay. Ooh. Last guess. Okay, I'm going to go with little by little. <laughs> you goofed, man.
1: That's not even on the top five, dude. Half the world away? That's the one I was going to see No. Oh, okay. You missed out on a stop. By one. You did win. That oh, stop crying your heart out. Oh, of course. Stop crying your heart out. And also live forever
0: obviously a big oh, That's Such a good song, man. Oasis is really good. Yeah, they were. I good, really like man. Oasis. There's very few bands that do anthems like uh, like Oasis do. They
1: they got it down. Which is, who's your favourite uh, Gallagher?
0: No. Yeah. yeah. he's a he's a funny man. Like I told you that story. I like, I watched him in an interview. He was complaining about the state of modern music. How uh, everything's driven by the labels and they just pick artists that fit their mould and stuff. Yeah. He's like they don't want people have got their own opinions. They don't want Nicky Wire because he's got his own opinion. They don't want Richard Ashcroft because he's got his own opinion. They don't want Liam because he's a fucking raving loser. <laughs> 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 no, poor poor um, Lee.
1: funny man. <laughs> no, that's true though. They're, they're, they're both bananas. But, um...
0: Um, for their anthems like that video of um, thousands of people in Manchester singing Don't Look Back in Anger after the uh, that bombing. Yeah, at the Grande gig, like that—that sends shivers down my spine every time I see it. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, that got very melancholy at the end.
1: Well, what can you do? That's part of life. Like I always like to say, you know. And uh, with all the laughs we give our listeners, we got to give them some cries too, man. That's only fair, right? That's yin and yang. Um, <laughs> so I'm all right. I'm all right with it. I can live with it. Cool. Should we call it a day? Let's call it on that one. Uh good ep, I think. Um this is episode seven, right? Or eight, no. What is it? Nine. None. Nine. Wow,
0: Nearly the end of season one. Yeah, season season one will go up to episode ten, listeners. Yep. Nothing will change. Uh, no. <laughs> nothing will there change. Cha- There's some big changes. Two. The only thing we have planned is that we're gonna have a, a review meeting. Yeah. But I imagine all that will nothing will come out of that and we'll just carry on as we go. I well I've got some well, I've got some ideas
1: I want to put forward
0: okay maybe we have a change of game i think that's the only change thing of
1: game about. yeah that's true um but yeah i think i don't want to mention anything on this pod obviously because it would be a spoiler so but as always get involved on the instagram like my dope pictures in a comment <laughs> great all right
0: thanks john thanks everyone thanks bye bye